Yo, 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 let's go. It's the Great Debate Show with your host, myself, Jarvis Jeffries, Terrence Smith, Nick Ely. We're all here. We're back. We're better than ever, baby. In the building with another one. The Great Debate Show is available wherever you get your podcast. Follow. Hit that follow button. Go ahead. You know you want to. We're back and we're here to talk about or recap Championship Sunday. I hope everybody was able to go on the Great Debate Show over the weekend and check out uh, our, our our Madden preview, NFC Championship preview. Nick Ely, the Eagles fan, myself, the 49ers fan. We went at it on Madden on Saturday and put it out there on social media. You can check that out on uh, the Great Debate Show. We had fun with that and got ready, you know, just getting ready for the Sunday game. And um, it wasn't much of a game uh, after a while. But uh, nonetheless, hey, I'm, my team is the loser here. Nick team is the winner. We're about to let him have his day. And uh, his team is going to the Super Bowl. Congratulations to Nick and his Eagles. They are NFC champions, and they will be representing the NFC as they play the Kansas City Chiefs. We were all right on the AFC championship game. As much as we liked the Bengals, we just knew Mahomes, he just wasn't going. I said he'd be heroic on the bad ankle. Just the way the script, just the way I expect them to, to write that script out, that's the way it was. I say script because I tell you all the time, I don't think this stuff is all the way real. I don't think it's always, it's always real at all. And, uh, hey, but look, I say that win, lose, or draw with, with the 49ers and what my team does. I say that win, lose, or draw. I've always talked to you all about seven game streaks in all of the sports Brock Purdy wants his first seven starts and I find it very very ironic that he loses after he gets that seven straight that seven never fails y'all can call me crazy all you want to but if you're not betting on this come on man what are you doing here I mean at some point you can hate me you can say I'm crazy or whatever but get you a little money out of this that always hits all right we're going to dive right into the first one, the NFC Championship. The Niners went to Philly to take on the Eagles. Nick, yeah, go ahead and give us your, your statements. Go ahead and give us your analysis <laughs> you having, Nick. on the game. Well, 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 well. The first thing I'll say is it feels great to be on the Great Debate Show and be the only co-host on here. You're welcome. With the team with another game to look forward to in this season. You're welcome. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm gonna just start with that. Um, I mean, the game went slow clap. The game went to an extent the way I expected. I think when we when we spoke uh, last week, you know, on the show, I told Jarvis, I said, "Man, that boy Fire Reddit, it's something serious." I'm trying to tell you, he's, he's really like that. He's a really good athlete. He's a hell of a pass rusher. He was second in the league behind your boy Nick, and y'all yeah, gonna see him. And lo and behold, his impact was felt from the very beginning. Uh, obviously, you know, took out the, the starting quarterback, which is actually a third stringer in Brock Purdy. Um, and he was never a factor really going, you know, going forward uh, in the game from that point. He came back later on and basically handed it off, but uh, clearly couldn't, you know, couldn't throw the ball. Um, I, I feel like outside of that, even with that being said, we dominated in all phases of the game. Our defense was dominant up front. We were dominant in the secondary. Uh, we were dominant the linebacker. We were, we were absolutely dominant as an offensive line. Uh, I've seen plenty of highlights of, of as the old line like to say, guys getting thrown out the club, uh, Jason Kelsey and, and uh, Jordan Malata. I mean, they were just ejecting guys left and right, uh, you know, on that on that San Francisco defensive line that was uh, highly vaulted. This is the this is what the fourth, fifth, sixth, quote unquote, legit test 
that has been in front of the Eagles this year because we, quote-unquote, haven't played anybody. So then we go play what's supposed to be inarguably, unquestionably, the best defense in the league, and we drop 31 points on them. So I, I don't know what else it is that people are looking for from the Eagles. Obviously, I have a lot of respect for, for Patrick Mahomes, and, and, you know, he is, in essence, the final boss uh, for us in, in this game of the 2022-2023 season. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll save the predictions for a little later. Needless to say, I think you guys know which direction I'll go with that. Uh, but, like I said, top to bottom, I just feel like I've been saying all year that we were the best team in the league. Um, Jarvis's argument was that they were, and I think we very clearly showed otherwise on uh, on Sunday evening. And so I was I was happy to be in a building full of, of like-minded Eagle fans uh, to enjoy the game. And if you guys are, are hearing my voice sound a little different, it's because we really enjoyed the game. Uh, <laughs> so, um, you know, I mean, you know, there will be people that will point to the officials. Uh, I, I don't see how the officials have you get beat 31-7. to seven. I mean, at, at the end of the day, the top defense in the league gave up, what, 20, 24 unanswered points. Uh, you know, you can point to the officials all you want to, but you got to stop somebody. Obviously, again, you know, you're missing your, your interim starting quarterback, essentially, and Brock Purdy, the guy who's been – who's been holding down the fort for the last eight weeks. Uh, so, you know, that's that's unfortunate, but it's part of the game. Uh, and, and I'm looking forward to seeing us in the Super Bowl. All right, you done? I'm done. <laughs> okay. All right, Nick. So, I, 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 I see you on the 24 unanswered points that the offense scored, and I'll raise you this. Nick, how in the hell is the defense going to – uh, a stop somebody if they can't get out the damn field. Every time they got a stop, there was a, there was there was yellow laundry on the field. Uh, so I mean, and and I mean, if you look at the plays, we were watching the game, and again, another you welcome because I invited your ass to three sixty to watch that game with a bunch of Eagle fans. You're welcome. So uh, but, again, but again, but uh, again, and and, I, and and again, congrats to you. I really do mean that. Uh, I'm very genuine about that. I mean, look, this is a game. I'm not getting the Super Bowl trophy, the ring, and I damn sure not getting the contract. So this is nothing but bragging rights. This is your day to brag. Go win the Super Bowl. Uh, but on Sunday, the Niners had an illegal contact call on Jimmy Ward. He was within the five yards. I thought that was good defense. Um, they were a little more physical than they probably would have liked, but they stood up to the test, and the secondary actually did better than the front seven. Uh, on Sunday, they every time Jalen tried to air it out, it was incomplete. The one time it was complete, it wasn't a completion. You didn't even bring that up, I don't believe. I, if you did, I'm sorry, I missed it. That was the first bad call that led to their first touchdown. They should have never gotten it. If that's fourth and three and we get the ball as we should have, it's a whole new game. Who knows how that turns out if we score first on a shorter field and, you know, we go up 7 nothing first. It changes Maybe the play calling, they may come out a little too aggressive and, and turn the ball over. Maybe it would have shifted. Who knows? But I tell you what, we tied it back up at seven a little later, thanks to Christian McCaffrey. And, man, we they got to figure out a way to pay him. But um, That run was that, – that was a beast of a run. It that, was. That I give him that. It was. That was nasty. It, it was. Uh, but uh, later on, there were more calls that I – now, I'll give you the face mask. Drake Greenlaw had two fingers on his face mask for two seconds. But, okay, I'll give you that. He still got his hand on there. But other than that, there were some bad calls. Every third down or fourth down, we stopped you. And how about the fourth and short that you got? They don't blow whistles anymore. We had that stop. 
but they just wouldn't blow the whistle and three, four, five seconds go and they finally get pushed over the damn line of scrimmage. This is utterly ridiculous. Uh, but I'm not trying to complain or whine because they say we are the 40 whiners. So if I sound like I'm whining, let me stop. Like let me shut up. But they do this because they're tired of getting robbed. When we lost to Kansas City way back in the last time we had lost before Sunday, we just tucked that on the chin and said, man, okay, we got spanked. We got thumped. It is what it is. There was no complaints. There was no whining. We only do this. Niner fans only do this when they know they're getting robbed. It's happened so many times. Super Bowl 47, Crabtree was held in the end zone. On the punt, even when they were going to punt it back to us, that was holding, but they didn't call it, so they were able to tick the clock, let the clock run out more before they punted it back to us. I didn't see the any NFC, of that. The NFC, who said that? <laughs> I didn't see any of that. Of course you didn't. <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> no, that, no, in all seriousness. But there were so many uh, still I, pictures I of those plays. Point. That yeah. was some of the most egregious holding I've ever seen in my life. Man, come on, man. I mean, come on. It, so it happens to Niners to Niners fans so much. We're just sick of seeing it. The 2013 NFC Championship in Seattle. Oh, my God. We literally watched a referee when we stopped them on third and one, third and two or whatever, push. It was short, and he picked up the ball and moved it past the chains. Like, wait a minute now. <laughs> he was short. I mean, it was the worst. So, I mean, like so many games, this happens to the Niners. So, Niners fans are sick of it. I don't think it's whining. It's like, why are y'all doing us like this? And I used to really take that serious. This is the reason why I don't anymore. Because there's a lot of 49er fans that had to be on, you know, shit. They, they, they needed to be checked on. They needed, you know, people have to call and make sure that they're not going to jump off a bridge. There are a lot of people that are taking this too serious. I used to be one of them. I don't do that anymore. So it's all good, but I just have to point out the very first bad call was the first of a few other bad calls, and that led to why we didn't stop somebody, Nick. We can't stop somebody if you don't let us get out the damn field. That's what I saw. I'm sorry your eyes didn't see that, but from what I saw, my team is better than the Philadelphia Eagles. And, yes, it was a 31-7 to thumping, but, hey, you knocked the quarterback out. Kudos to you for that. But this game, I think you and I both know, it would be a lot different if the quarterback could have played for four quarters, not for uh, uh, two possessions. And then when he came back, he just handed that thing off. Now, we'll get into Brock Purdy in a minute and what the Niners are going to do in the future as far as a quarterback for the 2023 season. But he has a complete tear in his UCL, and it's going to be six months that he's going to be recovering from that. He's going to get a second opinion to see if he needs surgery on it. But um, – now, here's the Tom Brady rumors. I've already told you all if we didn't win, it would be Brady. But I thought and hoped that this would be our year because I'm really ready to just win this chip. And if we go downhill as soon as we do and as soon as we go into rebuild, I'm done. I got the six. I saw it. I'm done with this stuff. But, again, they're making us wait. And I don't know if they're going to give Cal Shanahan a Super Bowl. I'm starting to think that more and more and more. And it looks like Donald Trump parting what he pardoned a few years ago after the last Super Bowl loss they said to hell with you, Trump. <laughs> We're still – I think they're still punishing us for the Eddie DeBartolo scandal, gambling scandal. I still think that with every fiber of my being, I think that that – you just can't go against the grain like that. And the only reason why he's still breathing is because he's the mob. And that's just – I'm sticking to that. But, Nick, you won. Congratulations. I don't think the best team won, but that's neither here nor there. I knew it would be a blowout. It would get ugly for one of us. Because it was the early game, and I knew they were saving the close one 
for the last one. I pay attention to how they schedule these things, and they, I got it right. I just got the team wrong on who won. Uh, but, hey, hey, Jarvis. Yes. I want to. I want to also dispute one of your uh, statements a little earlier. You were saying that uh, they never moved. Uh, Nick Bosa on the other side to go against Jordan Mailata. I am watching a video. Jordan Mailata absolutely manhandled him right now. Oh, he did. Oh, he did go over there. Okay, all right. His, his, his fiance reposted it. Well, this and is what he, mm-hmm. I'm gonna forward it to y'all. But it was it's bad. I, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I've said on this show before that as as good as his numbers looks, and he'll get the bag. I got I got my reasons on why they shouldn't pay him what he's looking for because he was a non-factor in the postseason. I've, I've I've admitted that he's gotten a lot of coverage sacks. I've also said that there's a lot of times if you watch the film, Bosa's on the ground a lot trying to get around these big tackles. And when he does get to the quarterback, sometimes they just kind of run into him. He gets lucky. Sometimes it's the coverage that led to the sack. And sometimes he's just not going against the best tackles in the league. But when he is, we get nothing from him. And – he was the, he was at his best his rookie year because D four was on the other side and Buckner was in the middle. Now there's no Buckner, there's no DJ Jones, and I apologize DJ Jones for not mentioning your name more. You were heavily missed as well this season in the interior, and now you're in Denver. Um, uh, so he's missed also. But I've said this before about Bosa. It, you know he's good, he's cool, but I mean hey, Dre Greenlaw he had a better season in my opinion. It's time for him to get paid. Christian McCaffrey, how can you afford to keep him? How can you keep that from being a one-year rental if you pay Bosa? And Debo, once again, they've got him figured out. Now you got to run routes and play play wide receiver. I've said all season long he's not a real wide receiver. I said it before he got paid. I said it after he got paid. I'd be taking calls on Debo. I'd be taking calls on Bosa. Uh, that's just my opinion. I know it's not going to happen. But they're going to be pretty cash-strapped in the with the cap. And and then trying to bring Brady in, who wants at least thirty million. That's what he's been getting in Tampa. I just don't know. I don't see it. But I I've always said Brady would go there. But I don't, only way I can see it happening is if he say, all right, I'll play for the minimum. And <laughs> he's not going to do that. The Ian Rappaport is saying he's just not going to do it. He never wanted to do that in New England. Anyway, uh, again, the Jimmy Ward bad call, the first uh, catch by Devontae, incomplete bad call. Uh, there was a few others as well that it was just like, man, come on, man. It seems like y'all don't want us to get off the field. And they kept moving the chains. And, of course, Jalen Hurts said, I'm going to put this thing away. And then he started using his legs more. But early on, that wasn't working. We almost had a safety. Bosa had him. That was one good play that he made. He made a few good plays. I'm not trying to dog him or trash him here. But um, he, just didn't, he just didn't make an impact uh, as, I, as I expected. But. Ward and uh, Lenore, those guys were good. Jimmy Ward, I thought they brought it. But, again, man, look, if you don't have your quarterback, what can you do? And, you know, we were down to our fourth quarterback. That should have been roughing the passer. Anybody else, they would have called it. He got knocked out of the game. They didn't call a damn thing. Hey, that's it. But at least I'll give the NFL credit. At least they let the quarterback go out. They didn't let him come back. When he did, he didn't even pass the ball. So, hey. I mean, it's it's hard to it's hard to get an NFC championship victory in that environment in Philadelphia when you're one when you're when you're a quarterback down. And then we finally see Jimmy Garoppolo on the sideline. You know, he's grinning like a shit cat. Grinning grinning like man that you really think you were gonna <laughs> win a Super Bowl without me. Uh this this is the NFL, man. And I've always said it stands for the National Fixed League or the not for long. 
And um Jarvis, let me ask you a question. I'm asking two questions. Okay. What would you do as the Niners GM and what do you think the Niners are going to do when it comes to their quarterback situation? I think they're gonna try to roll with Purdy if he can get back uh to throwing the ball the way they want it, uh by training camp. Although that's gonna be kind of pushing it because six months runs into about what, July? But um training camp doesn't start until late July, early August. So I think they're going to try money-wise to stick with Purdy. I, I also have a feeling that they may trade Trey Lance to Tennessee or somewhere like that because he doesn't want to hold it, hold the iPad anymore for Purdy or anybody else. I do think that they'll consider Brady. I think they'll finally kick the tires on him this time. But I got to tell you, if, if Shanahan doesn't at least kick the tires on him this time, the last time they said we'll pass. And I didn't understand that then, and I still don't understand it now because – and 49er fans as well. There was a Bleacher Report earlier today, and I made a mistake and read some of the comments, and, like, it was disgusting to see how many 49er fans just said, we don't want him, we don't need him, we've got Purdy. Man, bitch, please. It's time to do the bitch, please segment. Why would you not want the GOAT on your team? Like, well, that doesn't even make any sense to me. Sometimes you Niner fans can say some of the dumbest things. And I don't know any of those people on Bleacher Report that made those comments, but why wouldn't you want the GOAT if he comes back and says, I want to play with you all. This team is stacked and loaded and ready to go. All he has to do is just come pull the trigger. Why wouldn't you want that? Yeah, I know Purdy looked okay, but we don't know how Purdy would have got the play. We didn't get to see because he went out pretty early. And, hey, what's wrong with him learning under the GOAT for one year or Trey Lance or go back to Trey Lance? Nick, I really can't answer that question, to be honest with you, straight up. I think they'll probably bring Purdy back. I think Purdy or, or Brady is their option. Uh, me, um, I'm just going straight for Brady. I'm sick of these guys getting hurt. We can't keep a damn healthy quarterback to save our lives. And the only thing that's saving Kyle Shanahan's job, I think, in my opinion, is that he really hasn't had a fair share at a good quarterback. He's had Jimmy Garoppolo, who's serviceable, and that's it. And then he gets hurt. And then we Trey Lance, he got hurt. And then we had Brock Purdy, we rolled that train, and then he got hurt. How about Tom Brady? Why not try it? I think that they will at least consider it. But if it was me, um, I go for I'll go for Brady. If we can't get Brady, we'll ride with Purdy or Lance. I don't know how they'll figure that out. But uh, I, I'm not paying Bosa. Bosa can walk, and I'll get the house for his ass, and I can. Fix this offensive line that is not that good. I've always said that while Nick is talking ish right now about how that defense dominated. Anybody can dominate Mike McGlinchey. He's trash. I've always said number 69 is trash on the right end, on the right tackle. And I've always said that it's Trent, it's Trent Williams and everybody else. So uh, I just. Who gave up the uh, sack to. Um, of course. Uh, and Donald Kasu. Of course. He gave up everything <laughs> damn near. He's trash. Uh, he's the reason why. Hey, t- hey Terrence. When uh when Hassan Reddy got the sack on uh on uh Purdy when he got hurt, I walked up behind. I, I was standing behind Jarvis and while I walked behind him, I said, "What I tell you?" <laughs> he just looked at me. He was like, "Bro, I already know. I knew you was coming." Yeah, I mean that that honestly that that play was the game. Yeah, yeah, you know we we it can was. say what we want to say about it. Especially, especially when it turned out to be a fumble. Well, not even. I mean, even if they didn't, you know, even if he fumbles it and he doesn't get hurt. You know, well, the, the minute he gets hurt, the minute the elbow snaps, which, I mean, it looked like Hassan Riddick had him in a Kimura lock or something. It was, you know, when I when I saw the play in slow motion, I was like, yeah, that's it. He either snapped his elbow or 
he tore a ligament or something like it was that was pretty pretty obvious if you yeah if you've thrown a ball enough times you already know your arm can't go back like that while you're trying to push it forward it's just yeah you just can't do it yeah the, uh, all the torque all the torque at that point goes to your elbow uh yeah and that's, that's, why, and that's just, on party that's why i hate to see kimura locks like i really when it, when somebody successfully gets a kimura locking I, I can't watch it it's just the elbow just snaps and i don't like to see it yeah it's, but cring- anyway, it's cringing it's cringing but, but, yeah, but Purdy and, held the um, ball too long, though, T. That's, that's, it's on him. I hate he got hurt, but that's on him. He, he got to get rid of that or take off. He's got to get rid of that ball or get down and don't take that sack. Yeah. Um, yeah. They had a touchdown on it. I think, that's of, I think that's they had Brandon IU wide that's, open. You know, that's, that's where his, that's where his kind of his flaw came in. The, the, I think the timing was just a little bit off as far as the clock in his head. But I, I, don't, I don't want to fault him totally. I want to put the fault on whoever came up with the blocking scheme for that game because – and they had a backup tight end blocking Hassan Riddick on that play. You can't have that. Yeah. Just absolutely cannot have that. Uh, yeah, it's just like they, saying, it's like saying, hey, Hassan, here's some deep fried uh, Purdy right here. Let's go have it, man. Well, yeah, many guys coming at him like Hassan Riddick at a good old Iowa State. Well, either kid was going to block all day or he was going to get out there and try to make plays, and he was trying to make a play, so that's why he wasn't. He, I, I, hey, there, I, but... I, I totally get it. Uh, I, I do believe that it would have been a much better game. Who knows the difference? Who knows what would have been the difference in that game had, you know, Brock Purdy been able to stay in the game. And I, and I, you know, looking back, I wish he was able to stay in the game because I, I hate that that team and himself got robbed. I don't want to say got robbed, but I hate that it ended that way for him because I would have liked to have seen them actually go out and lose a game as opposed to getting hurt. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, that's part of football. That's unfortunately part of part of football. And uh, but I just think that they should have had a better strategy for blocking Hassan Reddick. You know, Nick was kind of singing his praises all weekend, and then boom, you know, early on in the game, he makes a play that literally decided the game. Yeah, and I, I, if, if I, I, Kansas City is watching, they better they better come up with a plan right now. You got a couple of weeks, figure it out. Yeah, block that guy. <laughs> Block that dude. Well, they can block him. They they can block him. Any of it, we we didn't block him, but I mean, like they know everything Terrence just just stated, and I think that's the, again that's the if Terrence knows this, I'm sure Kyle Shanahan knows this. He's been coaching for Absolutely. quite some time now, and I think that Absolutely. goes back to the reason why I say this stuff isn't real, y'all. It is scripted. It is. I mean, Kansas City offensive line ain't fantastic either. I, I don't know and don't care. I didn't say it was or wasn't. I'm just saying that they can block it up if they want to. If, if, you know, they, the game is already decided before they kick it off, man. That's all I'm saying. It's already decided. And it's ironic that all of this happened after Brock Purdy won his first seven starts. That's that seven again. Uh, y'all better win some money out of this, man. Uh, but anyway, I had my other theories that I wanted to roll with. I, I didn't look at that seven. I was hoping that they didn't go with it this time. They did. Once again. It never lies. The seven never lies. But the Eagles have won, so we're going to move on to the AFC Championship game. Again, congratulations to the Eagles. The Niners, hey, Purdy's out for six months. Are they going to roll with him? Are they going to go back to Trey? Or are they going to bring in Brady to help out both of those young guys? Or are they going to bring in Brady and trade one of those young quarterbacks? And where is Jimmy Garoppolo going? If it's in San Francisco, I won't watch a San Francisco game again. Uh, It wouldn't make any sense to me, and it's not logical. But we'll see. (laughs) We'll see. Uh, uh, let's so let yeah, let's get into uh, the uh, and that was a touchdown too. If Purdy gets rid of it a little earlier, I think that's Brandon Ayuk is this that's wide the hell open, uh, 40 50 yards deep. Uh, and that would have changed the tone of the game, it, it, it definitely would have took the crowd out of it right there for a minute anyway. 
And uh, I thought we would have had our way, though, because the offense didn't do much. Nick, you said a lot of things, but one thing you didn't say, you didn't say Hurts looked great. You didn't say A.J. Brown looked great. You didn't say Devontae looked great. We took them boys out. They were a non-factor. And I think if we can do it, I think that Steve Spagnuolo can dial up some ways to do it. I'm not saying the case he's going to beat you all. I don't know who's going to win. I really don't even care. Uh, I just – I just hate to be wrong. That's all. I hate being wrong more than I hate my team losing the NFC Championship game. Uh, but again, I mean, it, it definitely was not an offensively explosive game for us. Uh, our de- our defense played very well, so it didn't have to be. To be perfectly honest, yeah. Well, and, and kudos to the 49ers secondary. Well, it, it's easy to play well when the quarterback's out. Outside of one badly overthrown ball by uh, Hurts, that was a bad miss uh, by Jalen. Yeah, yeah. But the rest of them, man, the 49ers were there and made great plays on the ball. Yeah. I, I want to say war, but I don't know which war it is. You got like five of them. <laughs> we do got some wars, right. don't we? <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, Nick, it's it's easy for the defense to look that good when there's no when the, you got Josh Johnson at quarterback. Uh, that's all I can say about that. He he looked very overwhelmed. And uh, hey, I think they scripted this all along. I think they scripted that play in practice a few times, and I don't think he really tore any damn thing. I'm sorry. Uh, we yeah. even. Uh, somebody told I mean, me that once you get the quarterback like that, is that you basically just run short in the game. Run the ball. You know your defense is going to win. Just don't fuck it up. Yeah. Your defense is good, though. It's a lot better than what, than what I wanted to give it credit for. The offensive line, I've always said it's not good. It's Trent Williams and everybody else. They've got to they've got to get that better. And trading Bosa or Debo, that could definitely, you know, get what you need to fix that offensive line. Brady's going to need a better line if he's coming. Alex Mack retiring at center last year. You could see it. Uh, 64, he had a clean block for Debo or whoever that was running with the ball, and he went right by the eagle and didn't even block him. <laughs> I mean, dead stuff is scripted. I, there's no way he didn't know that he needed to block that guy. I mean, he had an open field, open space. You blocked the guy in the green, and he just ran well, out by himself and didn't block anything. Well, Jarvis, here's, here's one positive for you. Our offensive line, you can, re- you can really buy and build an offensive line pretty quickly. You know, you, you, it is – you know, if y'all can, if you can grab one guy, well, you, should, you should call good. Kyle Shanahan in and tell him, show him how to do it. I mean, no, I'm saying, like, I'm saying, but like, I'm just saying, you can see where teams have done this, you know, pretty routinely. Where you know, if you if you got one guy, y'all got one guy, y'all know Trent Williams is fine. We left tackle is held down. You can you can if you can find one in the draft and trade for two. Now you got four guys you can trust for sure. You see what I'm saying? We ain't got no damn picks. We ain't really got no draft picks. Thanks to all the shit they gave up for Trey Lance. So good but luck you, with but that. You can, you can find offensive linemen later, and you can find you can get offensive linemen. Offensive linemen are are, are a more common um, common uh, commodity than our other positions. Say quarterback, for example, because y'all can't seem to find one of them. He's not one they can stay healthy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's what's crazy. Y'all actually, quote unquote, may have found three. Y'all just can't keep none of them on the field. That's that. I agree. We were down to our fourth quarterback in the NFC Championship game. So at the end of the day, y'all, y'all got to choose. Y'all got to choose one of them. No, there's I, no way. Uh, the only way that uh, at best there are two of them on the still on the team this year, and that's only going to be. Those are free agents, so I mean, he, you know, he he just he restructures the to a one year deal. Right. I honestly so, think they should just go with Purdy and keep um keep Trey Lance as a very cheap backup. He's on his rookie deal. He could be a cheap backup. I don't think. I know the Tom Brady thing sounds funny, and you know, not funny, but sounds cool, and you know, it sounds like it's a surefire fit. Uh, But the 49ers have a lot of money they got to spend, man, and and they're already spending a lot. So I don't, I don't know if that's even realistic to bring Tom in without having to 
give up something that you don't want to give up or go deep into the luxury tax. However, that works in football. I don't know. Well, is, Tampa, is Tom Tampa. the only uh, free agent or a potential trade that you would consider? Yes. You, you wouldn't. You wouldn't take Aaron Rodgers. No. I don't think they would have the capital to trade for Aaron Rodgers. No, we wouldn't, and we don't have to trade. They, for there's Tom no Brady. way they cannot be it. Some of these other teams is, is going to be lining up to get them. What, yeah. what do you think? What do you think the market would be to trade for Aaron Rodgers? I don't care. We can't do. We can't do it. We can't trade for Aaron Rodgers, I, and it's so much easier I, I to just think sign. That the Tom Brady. Packers were asking for a first and a third. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We don't have it. We don't have it. <laughs> we gave up. Yeah, we yeah. gave up a lot for Trey. We gave up a lot for McCaffrey. We don't have it. We have. We have. We have nothing. But we can sign Brady easily in free agency if we can figure out how to, you know, m- maneuver some contracts, restructure a few deals, okay. or or just not pay somebody who's uh, who's due to be paid. Or you know, I don't know. It depends. Okay, on- let, me, let me let me clarify it this way. So, from a purely football perspective, you would take Aaron Rodgers. From a what now? From a purely football perspective, you would take Aaron Rodgers. Put the, put the money to the side. It's the football. <sighs> no, I still wouldn't. Not anymore. Why, why would you not want Aaron Rodgers? Because they've shown me that Aaron Rodgers is not winning the Super Bowl again. I still have about, the eight, I still have the eight and three theory on on Tom Brady if he comes back and wherever he goes, he probably still wins next year. I, I didn't. He didn't do it this year, but if he comes back, that eight and three still wide open. And I like for him where's, to be in the Where's the Super Bowl played next year? Uh, Las Vegas. Oh, you, well, you know where he's going then. Don't worry about it. What about, okay, so here, here's a flashlist for you. Would you pick the Raiders over the Niners? Would you pick the Raiders over the Niners, though? No. Would I pick the Raiders over the Niners? No, I don't. Would he pick the Raiders over the Niners? No, here, here's the flashlist. What if, what if it's Derek Carr? What about him? What if you got to trade for Derek Carr? Hell no. Hell no. For you don't what? have to. No, no, hell no. Oh, they're not going to let him walk. They can't let him walk. They'd have to pay him. Yes, yes they can. They have, they, have, they have to decide. They have to cut him before walk. a certain time. I got you. Like next week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. Well, he's, no, he's getting traded. He's going to get traded or released. He'll probably get released. He's going to get traded or released. And so what I'm saying is, think, just, just think about it for a second. I don't want to think Let's about say. it. Derek Carr is not going to cut the mustard. I'll roll with Brock Purdy before I will Derek Carr. Really? Yes, hell yes. Hey, Trey Lance, no so I'll I, go with Trey Lance before. So with Derek ain't no Carr. way, man. Derek, hey, y'all not for, I'm uh, uh-uh, I wouldn't. I'm y'all not to do Derek Carr like that. I ain't no way. And Derek Carr get Derek Carr like that. Okay, okay. I, I, I'm, I'm not here to beat the drum to say that Derek. Carr hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Nick. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Listen, when's the last time a good quarterback? I'm not even talking about a great quarterback. When's the last time a good quarterback had the league's leading rusher? And couldn't get his team to the playoffs. Now I'm, I haven't looked at any stats. I haven't looked at any stats. But what I'm saying is, this guy's got a number one receiver in, in, in Devontae Adams. I'm not saying he's the number one in the league. I'm saying he is a legit number one, not, not arguable at all. He's got the league leading rusher that I still don't think they gave the ball to enough, and they still couldn't sniff the playoffs. Please tell me who who this quarterback was, hmm. because we saw Ryan Tannehill up in Miami look like a scrub. And he got over here with Derrick Henry, and he's formidable. He ain't great, but he's formidable. He won a few playoffs. He gets the playoffs. Yeah, but he gets the team to the playoffs more times than not. He's won a playoff. Derrick Carr couldn't do it. No, no. Did the coach make the playoffs last year? The who? The coach? Did they make the playoffs last year? No. Which oh, and your example, and your example is Carson Wentz. You know how that went. 
Come on, Nick. Fair enough. Give it up. Give it up. I, yeah. I, 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 he's I, I not. I get back to the, to he, the point for a second. He may not be Fair chopped enough. liver. He not. He so may not be chopped liver. But their car is just very, very underwhelming. A lot of talent, a lot of promise. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like I was saying throughout the year. He's just religious Jay Cutler, man. He throws bad picks. He's yeah. also had like eight different coaches. Not my problem. I'm sorry. Not my problem. I hear you, but I'm not trading for that. I'm not trading for Derek Carr. I'm sorry. I'm not but trading. But, but I'm, I'm not trading for anybody. I'm glad you said it, Joe, because here's my point. Here's my point, right? Okay. Here's my point. Okay. Because they have to make a decision by next week, and and also you have to factor in, Derek Carr has a no-trade clause. So let's say Derek Carr decides, okay, I want to go to the 49ers, and the 49ers are like, well, hey, we ain't got nothing to trade the Raiders for you, but since you got a no-trade clause, and you just wait till they release you, then we can pay you a little something. You know what I'm saying? We can we can make the money work. No. You still wouldn't want Derek Carr over Brock Purdy or Trey Lance? No. Hell no. That's crazy. How many times do I have to say it? I don't see how you I don't I, I can't help that you can't understand why I'm saying no, but no, that's no, that's smart. No. because I feel like you, you how old is Derek Carr? Like 32, 33? I don't care. I've seen Derek Carr. I don't think Carr. he's that old. I I've think seen, he's like 30. I've seen Derek Carr. He was drafted. Oh, well, you, he was drafted. You, you, in, might, you, might, you might be the revival of Derek Carr's career. No. Once again, no. I don't want Derek Carr. <laughs> I don't want to trade for a quarterback, period. There is a GOAT that's waiting to just be signed easily through free agency. If you can make it happen, if you can make the, the – if you can create the cap space. You just the, want, you just the want space. Because, 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 of the, because of the conspiracy thought. But I'm talking about from a purely football standpoint. Well, I mean, well, wait I a minute now. With Tom Brady, Tom Brady I would was definitely be trying to negotiate with Derek Carr to be like, look, bro, don't don't take no trades. Just wait till why your contract runs out. Why would I, we'll, I want to we'll trade for Derek Carr over signing Tom Brady? Tom Brady was kind of bad this year, but so was the whole no, team. I'm, I'm saying you just signed Derek Carr, though. I'm saying Derek Carr waits it out, lest the Niners release him, unless the, the Raiders release him. And then y'all just sign it. Well, first of all, they're gonna release him if they can't trade him because they don't want to pay him. Okay, but first of all, Derek Carr, he's he's gonna want more money than we can give him anyway. You know, I mean, he he just, he had a pretty good deal over there with the Raiders. He's looking for some money too. He's I don't know if he's just gonna take, I don't know what the number would be, but no, hell no, hell right, no, so hell you no. Think, well, who else is gonna pay it to him? It ain't gonna be the 49ers either. Uh, no, what, I, do you, I, what do you, what do you think Derek Carr is gonna get? You think Derek Carr is gonna get top of the market money? Nick, I don't know. No, no, of course not. Of course not. No, but even, we don't. Even, even but even back end money now for a Derek Carr is going to get thirty million dollars from somebody. Yeah, 40. yes, he probably will get at least thirty, probably even forty, but he won't get it from us. We were the you only. Pay thirty million for Derek Carr? No, when you have Brock Purdy right there, who just won thirteen games in a row. <laughs> Nick, what are you a parrot or something? How many times are you gonna ask me that Man, question? Ain't no, way. no, ain't no way. I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to curse right. you out here. Hell no, we don't want. Right. De- I don't think we want Derek Carr. I don't think they're even considering Derek Carr. They could release him tomorrow, unless he said I'll come for a million dollars. We can't do it. We can't pay him thirty. We're going to. We're going to have to try to create all the cap space in the world to try to give Tom Brady thirty per. But we're hoping that he'll say, "Man, fuck it, give me 20. You know, but we know he's not coming on no minimum veterans deal or nothing like that. But hey, man, we're we're cash strapped here, so we'll see how it goes. But I like my chances with Purdy or Trey Lance before I was yeah, a damn right. Derek Carr. I've seen enough of let, Derek Carr. Let, Derek let Carr is Derek like Carr that. Get somewhere with success next year. Derek Carr is like Dak Prescott to me. I've seen enough after after seven seasons of Dak. I realize he's holding the Cowboys back, and after. Nine seasons, eight, nine seasons of Derek Carr because he was drafted in 2014 ahead of Garoppolo. 
He's he's kind of underachieved, you know. I'm gonna throw you a curveball. Let Jerry Carr mess around and go to the Steelers. Why would they do that? <laughs> they they have they they, they 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 have Pickett. He looks like he's gonna be all right. The picket to pick and show looks like he's gonna be all right. Plan for the Colts or something like that, man. Like yeah, he's he's about to go to football mediocrity, man. If the Colts still haven't haven't learned their lesson about these bridge quarterbacks that they're trying out these with these veterans, if they have learned their lesson, you're exactly right. Yeah, he's about to go somewhere like the Colts or best case scenario, like the best case scenario is that the Jets can't trade for Rodgers. And they sign Carr. That's his best case scenario. Like he's got to play second fiddle. And don't forget the and Titans. Why, why don't forget the, like don't, don't, don't forget Tannehill is done in Tennessee too. More than likely, they're not paying that last year. Kind of, it's too much. Oh no, he's, he's gone no, as well. No. So I mean, listen. Although listen, I don't I, think Derek Carr is an upgrade see, for them either. I, I don't think Derek Carr is a bad quarterback. I just think he's underachieved a lot, and I don't I don't get the hype behind his free agency. Nah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think the fact that he's underachieved is it, objectively speaking. As much his fault as it might have been in other people's situations. He threw bad picks, man. He threw. He he he, like, he, has, he has thrown some. Absolutely, I'm not saying he's perfect. Yeah. But in in the right even situation, in the, even in the, even in the Pittsburgh game, I remember seeing his last play where he had uh, I think Hollins wide open. I mean, all he had to do was lob it in the air, and Hollins walks in the end zone, and he missed it, and he missed him by a mile. Like that's on him. Yep. After that, after that game, that's when they sat him down. It was like, okay, it's not worth it next year. Just sit down. When I'm playing, you go on home, go to Bible study. It's fine, but it's over. I right, man, I'm not saying he's chopped liver, but you know he ain't much more than a good rag bologna sandwich, in my in my opinion. I'm sorry. He ain't no oxtail. He ain't no oxtail. <laughs> so anyway, we let's move on to this AFC cha- <laughs> to this to this AFC championship game. Don't be- worry, you man. We just spent thirty minutes on Derek Carr because of you. <laughs> <laughs> man, what? <laughs> Uh, again, we'll we'll have plenty more time in other episodes to talk about what the Niners are going to do. This storyline isn't going anywhere until Brady decides what he's going to do. And I think within the next week or so, he'll be saying that he's coming back. More than likely he is. It's just where. It could be the Raiders. It could be the Niners. It could be – who knows? It could be back to Tampa Bay. I mean, you know, maybe he has a lot to do with – they fired Bob and Leffridge to make a statement. Hey, Tom, we know we screwed up. We know we weren't that good offensively. Hey, we're going to bring in some more guys, better staff – better assistance. Hang in there, man. Stay with us. We'll see how it goes. His kids is still in Florida, but Miami has already said on Sunday morning, the ESPN and Bleacher Report has reported that they're sticking with Tua, so he's not going to be able to stay in Florida with his children. You might as well go home, man, and that's the bay. I'll take him. I don't know why we're talking about some damn Derek Carr and a goat is available. He's still Tom Brady now. If you put him on the 49ers, Come on, man. It makes perfectly good sense. Shame on you Niner fans who are saying we don't want him. I mean, it doesn't make any damn sense. Would I love to go with Purdy? $900,000 salary? Yes, I would, but I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure. I would have loved to have seen him lose that game before I could make my mind up, but he was a non-factor because he got took out the game pretty early. But it was his fault that he held that ball a little too long. Um, Trey Lance, he could have made some plays. I always said all season, why is Shanahan so hell-bent on telling people Trey is done for the season? I thought he could have came back. Some people are saying he's been out of the boot and running. Some people say he's still in the boot. So, I don't know. I think there's some lies there. But I think we definitely needed him. He was. I would have took him over Josh Johnson yesterday. That's for damn sure. Uh, but, yeah, AFC Championship game. Bengals-Chiefs. We all got the Chiefs right. Your take on that, guys. We'll start with Terrence and then Nick. You can get in. And then if y'all are ready, we'll do this Super Bowl thing. Get this Laker talk out the way that Terrence wants to talk about, and, uh, <laughs> and, and and we can go ahead and get up out of here. 
Yeah, so, I mean, as far as that game, man, hey, um, good game by two teams that are, I don't want to say they don't like each other, but they clearly have a a competitive uh, respect for one another. It was a lot know, of heat. We a lot of heat. To, yeah, it, 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 there's, there's some heat. I think there's some admiration, but there's also a little bit of heat there for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burrowhead, you know, then all, all the talk that was going on during the week. That was a little um, disrespectful, I ain't going to lie. But you know what? <laughs> I just, I just, despite all the, the talk about the calls and, everything uh i want to tip my cap once again to patrick mahomes jr to <laughs> just my skip Bayless quote jr uh because he played a very tough game he had like 320 a couple touchdowns we already know about the ankle uh what was not talked about a lot is the fact that three of his receivers went down who aren't really great receivers anyway but they're, they're his receivers so they're good but three of his receivers went down the running game was Barely, it wasn't even average, uh, and they he still pulled out a very very gutsy win. So man, just I just want to tip my cap to Mahomes, and I I listen. It, it really just came down to a drive. It was it was going to be another one of those situations to with who had the ball last. I felt like Kansas City kind of had more control of the game throughout the game, but there was just certain situations like they were driving to. I think they were on like the forty. Remember the four? They were definitely on the plus side of the fifty. Uh, driving pretty well, I think after a uh, Cincinnati turnover, maybe, and Mahomes is getting ready to throw a screen pass, and the ball just comes out of his hands, uh, and it just looked like another one of those situations. Hubbard picked it up again, of course, the same guy that ran the 98-yard fumble return, but it just looked like once again Cincinnati just kind of had a fumble that just fell right to him, and they were going to go for a win. But again, Kansas City stayed tough, and they pulled it out. Uh, I'll let y'all take it from here because I know that the calls and everything are going to come up. I don't really think it was a it was as egregious as people think. Uh, I just think that it was a tough playoff game, and 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 the team that had the ball last won. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, it was definitely a, a co MVP situation uh, for this game uh, for the Chiefs. Uh, Patrick Mahomes obviously is, is Patrick Mahomes. As, I'm not going to have this is an original tape, but as uh, Max Kellerman, you know, has been saying pretty often, uh, he's a, he's the greatest quarterback of all time through five years of his career. Like. I mean, the, the stuff this dude is doing is is it doesn't even make sense. Like it's like he just he just fell in, it fell into the league. It was automatically and basically since day one has been the best guy doing it. He's he's five years as a starter in five AFC Championship games, right? Right. And, I mean, it, it is as a as a Nick Wright has coined it, the Arrowhead Invitational because he's got to host it every year. It seems like, um, and so uh, you know, and the other side, and on the, the second MVP, the co MVP for that game for me was uh, Chris Jones. I mean, that dude was he, – he looked like the best defensive player in the league that day, uh, yeah, last night. I mean, he, you know, inside rush, outside rush. He was he, he, There wasn't a, a player for the Bengals that could stop him one-on-one, two-on-one, and sometimes then they're three-on-one. Um, so, you know, on both – you know, he, Chris Jones made arguably one of the biggest plays of the game uh, or even the biggest play of the game with the sack that yeah. led to uh, Mahomes being able to drive and, and get the run and, and, of course, the push out of bounds. They got him 15 yards. It looked, it looked like Cincinnati was about to go and win that game. Right. And, I mean, and Chris Jones, you know, kudos to him knowing the guy he's got on the guy coming on the field behind him after he makes that sack. He, he wasted the crowd because he knows what happens next. Mahomes is going to find a way uh, to get him in field goal range and get him in the end zone. And, uh, and he did it once again. So, um, you know, for all the talk that people wanted to have about uh, you know, being Burrowhead and Joe Burrow, uh, you know, eclipsing Mahomes and, and, you know, him actually being the guy. 
Pat went out there, lost three receivers, lost his uh, or a running back went down or something like that. Uh, he was on one leg, and uh, I think Willie Gay went out, a linebacker on the other side as well, and, and he found a way to get it done because um, he's he's their guy. No, it was Tra- Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey had a bad back. That was uh, the guy I was trying to think of. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he, was, almost, he almost didn't play. He almost didn't, didn't yeah. play, but he got in the end zone. I was appreciative and of, he goes, of that. What, something like seven catches, maybe some yards and a touchdown or something like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I needed yeah. I needed Not bad for the victim that damn near didn't play. Right, exactly. Uh, so here we go. Super Bowl of the Kelsey brothers. That's Jason Kelsey in Philly, and that's Travis Kelsey in KC. We've got Andy Reid going against his former team. It's just so many storylines, and all of the, as Terrence would say, nostalgia is here for Super Bowl 57 on Fox in uh, a, little, a little less than two weeks, February 12th. Uh, so here we go. Eagles and Chiefs. Um Guys, who wins this Super Bowl? Uh, I guess we'll start with Nick since his team is playing in this Super Bowl. We'll let him quickly uh, give his biased opinion, and he could be right. <laughs> he, he definitely could be right. It looks like the Eagles are the better team. It looks like they're trying to show us that the Eagles are not only going to be Super Bowl champions, but they're going to go down in history as one of the better Super Bowl teams of all time, the way they're blowing these teams out here. And um, that's the way it's starting to look. Who knows? I've always thought that it would be more, even if, if I didn't think they would make the Super Bowl because they were so good. And they do this sometimes with teams that get these number one seeds. This year, it wasn't the case. They let both teams. It's funny how both number one seeds got knocked out last year. This year, both number one seeds are in the Super Bowl. But it looks to me as if uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are, I always thought that they would, even if they made it, Hertz and A.J. Brown would be like McNabb and T.O. As good as they were in 04, they still lost the Super Bowl to the Patriots. Now, they're not playing the Patriots this week, but that's not Belichick or Brady. However, Mahomes and Andy Reid, they've become a pretty big household name themselves, and they're making some history as well over there in KC. But they are banged up. They're going to be the underdogs. I would love to put a little money on the Chiefs to win, but – um, hey, usually the team that puts us out in the NFC Championship usually goes on to win the Super Bowl. Nick, give us your analysis for the Super Bowl. Uh, I know it's early, but, um, I mean, you, you we know what you're going to say, so let's just go ahead and get it, get it out the way. Yeah, I mean, this is not me telling y'all, telling you what. This is definitely me telling you why. Um, obviously, of course, I'm taking taking my Eagles to win. I, um, I will take some time over the next couple of weeks to try to formulate what I think will be the uh, the score and and the spread on the game, um, but for now, obviously, I'm definitely feeling good uh, about about our team. Uh, and really, once again, it comes down to uh, to the defensive line. You know, I, I think we're gonna you know basically implement the Bucks blueprint from a couple of years ago. Uh, you know, man them up across the board, put a cloud over the top, and let the front four go eat. Um, and, and and say our, our four is gonna beat your five. You know, and and do it that way. Because uh, obviously we know the Chiefs are going to put the ball in the air. They're going to put it in Mahomes' hands and let him do what he does. And uh, you know, I think as long as we can we can bring that pressure uh, with those front four and let everybody, you know, guys pretty much stay disciplined on the back end. Um, I think the defense will once again be the the difference in the game. Um, and then offensively, obviously, we'll just deploy our weapons in the way that that we can. Um, you know, their defense is you know obviously up front. And I just got through singing the praises of Chris Jones, um, so he will definitely be a challenge. Uh, but you know we've got we got some guys that we think can, can obviously line up with them between Jason and and uh, Lane Johnson and Jordan Malata. You know he'll we'll have have some guys out there. Landon Dickerson as well. He's played very well this year. 
we have some guys out there that'll, that'll be ready for him. And so, uh, you know, in that scenario for me, uh, five beats one. Uh, obviously, I think they've also, you know, they've also got Frank Clark. Um, he's a guy you got to account for. Lane Johnson obviously can, can kind of take him out uh, by himself. And so, uh, you know, when, when, you, when you look at it that way, uh, I don't see how we don't win. I, I don't say I don't see how we don't win because Patrick Mahomes plays for other things. That's how you cannot win. Uh, but past that, um, you know, just looking at it on paper right now, we're definitely the better team. And so uh, I'm looking forward to celebrating. Well, I guess Nick said it all. Boom, boom, there it is. Eagles, Eagles win the championship. Yeah. Uh, y'all get, get to hate me for the next year. No, man, hey, I'm happy for you, oh, man. No, I wouldn't do no. that. No, I, no, I want to hear the bragging because it's, you know, I, I know that these don't come, um, these don't come around all the time. You know, I, I, you know, my team won one in, was it 2012, 2013? Uh, and I didn't celebrate it enough. I kind of regret that now. You know, I was so worried about Joe Flacco's contract that I couldn't really let myself enjoy it. And, I mean, we see how that worked out. I, I wasn't wrong, but I was still wrong for not letting myself enjoy it. So, no, man, yeah. I'm glad that at least one of your teams is is in. You know, I, I wish there was some kind of way where both your teams could make it or my team versus one of your guys' team. And, yeah. you know, I now celebrate it up, man. I'm all, I'm always for that. Yeah. As we, far we as we've made the as, Super Bowl in, in all three decades since 2000 also. Okay, okay. Well, I, we, we get it. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, I um, as far as the game, honestly, like, if you look at every facet of the game, with, with the exception of quarterback, uh, you would think that um, the Eagles have the clear advantage and so much of an advantage to where they, they seem to even be, like, a serious matchup problem for the, the Chiefs. Um so it's it's going to be hard for me to say what I'm about to say, but I still believe that Kansas City is going to find a way to win. Uh, and this is I don't want to go on the on the on the non football route. I just think that Mahomes is going to find a way to pull it out. And I've been saying for at least a couple of weeks now that Andrew Reid is going to, is going to beat his old team and retire. So I would you know I don't want to back off that now. But I if 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 it was a situation where the Eagles put those boys down and. And by putting them down, I mean win by 20, you know, a couple touchdowns at least. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised because they they do seem to be a serious matchup problem everywhere. Hey, man, if the if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl and Andy Reid retires, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first from Terrence Smith on the Great Debate yep. Show. I haven't um, heard anybody else say that. I have not either. If anybody else says it, they're biting. They heard this. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and, so, and so, look, guys <laughs> – I, I, I so, 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 so much want to agree with Terrence and his take on how Patrick Mahomes will just find a way to get it done. I knew he would be heroic on Sunday night, and he was on that bad ankle. But I always kind of predicted that this is the reason why they would lose the Super Bowl, though. They would do enough to get there, but I don't think it would be enough to win. They very they look outmatched now against the Eagles. I think, they st- I think we could have got them in the revenge in the um, – in the rematch three, I think we could have got them as well. I said that we would beat them. It's the Eagles now, and on paper they definitely look better, but I still say they're not better than the Niners. But uh, that's just from what my eyes showed me from what I saw. But I, it's hard to go against the Eagles here. It looks like the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl. As much as I would like to see Mahomes uh, beat them uh, just because, the refs showed me that the fix is in. <laughs> the Eagles are winning the Super Bowl. I didn't think they would want to tear that city up again like they did in 2017, but it looks like they're going to tear that bitch up because if they win, that's exactly what the Eagles fans are going to do. 
And so, uh, yeah. I, well, I, well, let me ask you guys. Let me ask you guys this. Uh huh. If the Eagles do win, it makes Mahomes what one in three in Super Bowls. It would. It would. Now, now a lot of people call him the best of all time. No, no, no. I'm sorry. That one sound in, very best one of all two. time ish. One and two. That would be his second Super Bowl loss. One and two out of yeah, yeah. out of three Super Bowls, he's one and two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now that, yeah. Now that doesn't sound very best of all time. It's just, does it, that affect his legacy in it? Even though he's clearly outmatched. It doesn't. Say, say it, one more time. Would, would losing another Super Bowl affect Mahomes' uh, uh, legacy? Even though he's clearly outmatched in this one. Mm. He be he be what one and two. Yeah, one and two. Yeah, one and two. I'll I'll say this though. Before they play the game, since they hadn't played it yet, look at this resume though. He's been in the AFC Championship game every damn year that he's been a starter. Yeah. We, every year that he's been a starter. He came into the league in 2017, didn't play. 2018, we remember D4 lining up on, on the line of scrimmage. They had the, the Patriots beat in that championship game. 2019, they took care of business, beat us in the Super Bowl. 2020, another AFC Championship Lost to Brady and the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. I think this is how this game is going to go. It was a bad toe and a and a and a, a not so good offensive line. They said was the reason why he was running all over the place, struggling to you know find people open and you know to get the offense going. And the Buccaneers had yeah. a great game plan. I think the same thing happens uh, in a few Sundays where, hey man, hey he toughened it out. He did the best he could, but what did you expect? You know he 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 put his cape on, but damn, he's he's not really Superman. And I think that's what it'll probably come down to. The Eagles will just be too much. They'll be on his tail the whole time. And with that ankle and you can't really plant. And it's just it, – it, it, it could get ugly quickly because of the fact that he can't, you know, run around and extend plays and by the time that he'll need. I don't, I don't see them giving right. him the time. Now, again, on the other side, we know when it's time, when it's go time, as bad as the Chiefs' defense looks, as bad as I thought they were going to look this season – when it's go time, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, those guys find ways to make plays. They showed you that on Sunday evening against the Bengals in the AFC Championship. Steve Spagnola gets very creative all of a sudden in the postseason. He did this with the Giants in 07. He did it with the Chiefs in 2019. Defense wasn't that good. Then all of a sudden in the postseason, they turned it up. This is what they do. So I'm not counting the Chiefs out, but it's just hard to go against the Eagles right now with uh, the fact that Kelsey, not 100%, Mahomes, not 100%, and they just keep losing receivers here. Uh, so, again, we'll see. Andy Reid, as wise and smart as it gets, as creative as it gets, Eric B. Enemy as well. One thing I would say about Eric B. Enemy, the Titans and the Ravens are looking to hire him as the offensive coordinator. I don't know if he's even considering leaving, but they've definitely been talking. The best place for Eric Bieniemy is in Kansas City, though. And if Terrence nails this Andy Reid could possibly win and retire thing, it would be the best situation for Eric Bieniemy. We talked about this before the show, before we started the show, and I think we all agreed on that. It would be the best situation if he did hang it up, ride off into the sunset, and just pass the torch over to Bieniemy, who gets to keep Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. That's better than going to Baltimore, Tennessee, or anywhere else. However, yeah. if he does leave. There's a good – it looks like they've made a good hire in Nashville for the Titans general manager coming from San Francisco. Um, I could see him doing some good things with Derrick Henry. I could see him doing some dangerous things with Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Uh, so that would be great if he went to one of those teams, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, so Nick, of course, is taking the Eagles. I am – I am – you know, I, it was, I was very hard-pressed to do so, but I just – as much as I want to say Mahomes will find a way, 
I, I always kind of thought that he would lose this Super Bowl. I've been thinking that for quite some time now. And when Brady went out, I'm like, this is it. It's us. We're going to beat the Chiefs this time. We're going to get them. But I was wrong. It's Philly. It's Kansas City. Here we go. Andy Reid. Can he do it or won't he do it? We'll see. But uh, that's it for the AFC Championship. We did the Super Bowl. And uh, Terrence, now let's get into what you wanted to talk about, about the Lakers and Celtics Saturday night and um, some bad, a a bad missed call or whatever late in that game. And the referees have, not that it helps the Lakers fans or the Lakers at all, they did it again. They screwed up, and then they apologized after they screwed up. Um, <laughs> so tired of seeing this. This is the reason why people say these leagues are rigged right here for things like this. It doesn't help. Uh, what What's your take on this whole game Saturday night in in Boston, Terrence? You know what? Was it a was it a missed call? Absolutely. LeBron should have been at the free throw line. Whatever happens on there after that is on him. The technical foul, I mean, the, the tech was hilarious, by the way. I don't know if you guys saw the tech or not. But uh, Patrick Beverly took someone's camera and pulled a picture up where they, they, I guess they had contact of Jason Tatum's hand on LeBron's arm and showed it to the ref, and he got teed up for <laughs> which I find that to be absolutely hilarious. That was beautiful. That was so, Out, so Patrick Beverly. Outside of that, I'm going to need for the Lakers fan base that is now led by LeBron to stop acting like this is the first time they've seen a bad call and stop acting like they've never benefited from a bad call because the Sacramento Kings have something they would like to say. Kevin Durant in the 2011 finals, when, the, when LeBron fought him at the end of game two, the Thunder would have gone up 2-0. Uh, they have something to say. Ray John Rondo, who got his head, got his headband knocked off against Miami, uh, that they would have won that series. He also has something to say. And I've got something to say, too. I want to read this right here that I found earlier. This is from um, Ben Rohrbach uh, from Twitter. He said he reviewed the last the Lakers' last two-minute reports this year. There have been 34 incorrect calls or non-calls in the final two minutes of the 19 close games this season. 21 of them have gone in favor of the Lakers. Hmm. And they want to complain about that one. This is when people ask me why I hate the Lakers and their fan base. This is it right here. This is it. They have literally had, and I always say this, one or two, sometimes more, but definitely at least two of the greatest players in every single decade. No other franchise can say that. But they want to get on TV. James Ward is on TV talking about this is one of some of the worst officiating he's ever seen. My brother, <laughs> really. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I hate the, and I and I'm I'm sorry if I offended anybody. I truly am. I'm not really, but yeah. I hate this fan base because they're so they're so sport. They're, they're already looking past LeBron to say, oh, after LeBron leaves, oh maybe Katie will come over. Oh, wow. You know, last year it was oh well maybe we'll maybe you know we'll get Kyrie. Let's just trade Westbrook for Kyrie. Why won't Brooklyn trade us with do that? They they act like it's the league's responsibility, the, the other 29, 30 teams' responsibility to make, make sure the Lakers remain great. Oh, just trade us. Just trade us, Kyrie, for Westbrook straight up. What? That's no. So, that's so spoiled. Laker fans are so spoiled. That's, they are spoiled, and it irritates my soul. And, and, and you know what irritates me the most? The league loves it because the league needs the Lakers to be great. Yeah. 
They need them to be great. And they're going to make sure of that. If they want them to be great. And they are going to make sure of that. And they have been making sure of that for a very long time. That's why it irritates my soul when they complain about. And listen, did he get fouled? He absolutely did. But that foul was not strong enough to make him miss that layup. He missed that layup because he misses layups at the end of the game. <laughs> That's what he does. Yeah. <laughs> but but this nigga here and there, he got fouled. That, that he did get fouled. Uh-huh. But he has benefited as much, if not more, than anybody from bad calls his whole career. Mm-hmm. Bad okay. calls have shaped his legacy. Mm-hmm. They yeah. did choose. They did choose LeBron over the Lakers at a very strange time. However, still pissed about it to this day. But they chose. They, they did that for LeBron. When they didn't allow Chris Paul to go to the Lakers, just want to want y'all to know that it's going to be Chris Paul, Kobe Bryant, Tyler Gasol, and Dwight Howard. You, 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 you know, you know why, you know why they did that. You know why they did that. Because we was going to beat the shit out of the Heat. No, because the league owned the Hornets. I don't know why people keep, people keep forgetting this. The league exactly. owned the Hornets. The and other so they teams, made sure that they, didn't go they to the made Lakers. sure. No, they made sure that they had a chance to win the championship next year because. They knew that if Chris Paul went to the Lakers, no team had a chance. It wasn't for LeBron. It was for all the other teams that have a fighting chance. Yeah, David, well, yeah, David well, Stern definitely. Nobody should have had a chance but, my, but, but LeBron. Nobody. But, but listen, did it. listen, y'all traded for a guy on a team that was the team that owned the team. The league owned the team at the time. Yeah. Yeah. To make sure that he didn't so of course, the, Of course, the league is not going to say, oh, let's, let's just go send down Chris Paul. And then, and see, the, the problem wasn't that they were going to get Chris Paul. The problem was to trade some kind of way, free the financial space, but I'm also going to sign Dwight Howard, which they would have eventually, they eventually signed him anyway. But So they would have had Pau Gasol, Kobe Bryant, Dwight Howard, and Chris Paul in the lineup. And the league said no, because we don't have to give you this guy, because we own his rights right now. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's going to be terrible for everybody else. You know, of course it is. If you give any other team four Hall of Fame players, it's going to be terrible for anybody. Nick, true. Nick, <laughs> Nick. If that had to happen, if that trade didn't get uh, rejected like it did, you know all the talk that we had about a year ago about Chris Paul and me having him at that time in my top ten of all time. Would that had to change your your opinion on where he ranks of all time? Had he gotten that chip back in 2010, 2011, whenever that was? First of all, he would have won. Chips damn near every year he was there. So if you if he played for the Lakers for four years, he probably would have won at least three titles. Okay. I'm not I'm not even playing. Okay, I, I believe you. Oh, it definitely would have happened. That's why it didn't happen. With, with yeah, this I, I know because because yeah, think about it didn't happen. Right, right. Because you got to think about it. first off, most likely Kobe never gets hurt because he's not carrying the load that he was that led to him tearing his Achilles. Right. But Kobe never gets hurt, so he's going to end up with seven, probably seven, eight. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to five, like. Chris Paul probably would have three, maybe four, when when that got done. So like, yeah, Chris Paul could potentially enter a talk. I think that might have had something to do with it more than any other thing that you all noted. The fact that Kobe would have gotten more than six, and I don't think that was in the cards for that to happen. They had yeah, 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 yeah. He, he would have got him six. Yeah, that's that's a given. Yeah, but I don't think they was gonna let that happen. It was meant for Jordan to finish with six. It was meant for Kobe to finish with five, and it looks like it's meant for LeBron to finish with four. Um, and I've always thought that, and that's what it looks like. But uh, again, that was good stuff, Nick. I mean, T, appreciate it. And um, since we're jumping on LeBron or the Lakers right now, I want to say this. Uh, again, um, 
Man, LeBron and the Grizzlies, the Lakers and the Grizzlies, we know about the Shannon Sharp and all this stuff. We didn't talk about that. Shannon Sharp, T. Morant, who cares? However, during that game, there was a lot of jawing going on, and LeBron claims that Desmond Bain was talking a lot of ish, and it wasn't just – and Ja Morant said – I'm sure everybody heard the sound bites uh, about a day or two later after that incident uh, in L.A., where LeBron – is you know, Ja is telling LeBron to chill, and he was like, "No, nah, I'm not chilling. He talking shit. This ain't basketball. He just talking ish or whatever. Make a damn shot or something like that. This is the last time you're gonna disrespect me." And I, yeah, I, I think I, that was, I think that was last year. No, that was last year. Yeah, yeah. They they've had issues for a while now. Oh, that wasn't that wasn't this that wasn't that night. No, that was last year. Yeah, from last year. Oh, I thought all that happened occurred in that same game. Okay. Yeah, and see, and, well, and let me and say I, this. But, but okay. I'm glad okay. you brought it up. Here's okay. the problem I had with that Jarvis. I, it was just okay. a couple of games before that where LeBron made a couple of layups against Sacramento, mm-hmm. who was garbage garbage juice at the time, and he's like, "Oh, I'm a problem. I'm an MF problem. I'm a problem." But the next game, the the, the Grizzlies are beating up on him, and he's like, "Quit talking junk. Make some shots before you know." Yeah, that's what I was gonna get to. That right there. Pick your battles, and, dog. Yeah, you, that, you like to talk junk when you're ahead, when you have three of the ex- Hall of Fame. Exactly, he does, and that's what I got a problem with, Mister LeBron James, on that part. You know, like you can't be. This is very Josh Allen. You know, ish type type stuff right here. It's it's not. It's all fun when you're winning and you're doing the whooping and you can talk and you can do all this. Right, but when it, right. when you, you can dish it, but you come on, man. You can dish it out, but you don't want it coming back to you. Come on, man. Stop it. And and I'll say this. Not only to what you said, Terrence. You're absolutely absolutely right. Those are facts. But what about those days and. When Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce was trash talking him, and what about when Joakim Noah in Chicago and those guys was in his ear, and he didn't tell anybody this is the last time you're gonna disrespect me? Then LeBron James hates Memphis. I can't tell you why, but at one point as a Cavalier, his first stint in Cleveland, he would now the second stint too. He wouldn't come to Memphis. He would sit out and stay in Ohio for those games. He hates Memphis. He goes on TikTok. Puts up his video or whatever on social media and says, man, I'm trying to get some rest, trying to take a nap. What these people doing out here? Like, you go into every other city and nobody has ever disturbed you in a hotel. You got the Memphis and you had to do it. He hates Memphis. And I, and it's like, dude, I think that's more of you just whatever you have against Memphis more than Desmond Bain talking ish. You didn't tell Joakim Noah to stop talking ish. Who was that Chicago Bull that threw him from one end to the other? Off a of fast break, and they called the foul. They called the tee. He got teed up and all of that. But LeBron didn't want no smoke. He's never wanted smoke when we see it. But all of a sudden, the Memphis player, hey, man, you the last time you're going to disrespect me. Man, get out of here with that. Ain't nobody, like Terrence said, <laughs> ain't nobody trying to do nothing. Bitch, please. Ain't nobody trying to do nothing. I've seen some real men talk to you, and you ain't have nothing to say. I never heard you tell them that was the last time they was going to do something. They did it every damn night. And you either got the dub or you didn't get the dub, and that was it. So, I ain't nobody trying to hear that. Um, yeah, stop. Uh, I, I, stop. One, one last quote about the um, – one last quote about the – Had that same energy for everybody else too, not just Desmond Bain. Hey, one, one last quote about LeBron's tantrum at the end of the, the, the Boston game, well, at the end of regulation. Because that's the thing. They still had overtime to win the game. <laughs> but anyway, um, at the end of regulation, of course, he has his tantrum. And Chandler Parsons might be the funniest thing he's ever said, but – he said, I can watch my French Bulldog get ran over by the mailman right now, and I would not react like that. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, that was that that was a little bit oh, extra. Boy. That was that was a little bit extra, but hey, 
And we know who that is, and that's what he does. Again, and, and, and as many calls as he's gotten from flopping, and he wants to complain about, you know what, I quit. I mean, I, I feel you there now. I, I I try my best not to bash LeBron because a lot of times Terrence does that for the most part for all three of us here on this show. But but he's not wrong, and I, I'm not trying to get on his case, but like I didn't like that part. I have that same energy with every other NBA player that's talking ish to you, you know, if that's the case, or being disrespectful. Man, stop it. I don't think he's the first person to be disrespectful to you. I ain't never seen you hit anybody. So yeah, let's, I feel let's like LeBron has reached that point in his career where he feel like ain't nobody supposed to talk trash to him. I think he does. Yeah. Too bad, too sad. Because what I used to see Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant do when they did it, they showed it on the court. And that was that. They they said, all right. Remember the story I showed you all or told you all about Kevin Garnett when he was on the bench and he was talking a little know when Jordan was on the bench. And he had his shoes and socks off. They were getting blowed out. And, you know, Pippen wasn't back. And it was just like Jordan was tired. He was like, man, uh, we lost this one. It is what it is. But KG got to talking a little noise, and he said, hey, "Damn, Joe, what's what's up, MJ? You done? You done for the night? Blah blah blah. You you, you you couldn't finish. You couldn't finish taking this beat down or whatever, whatever." Phil Jackson looked over at Michael and said, "You gonna take that, Mike?" And he said, "Hell no, give me my shoes." And he put his shoes back on and came back from 20, came back from 22, 23 points down and tapped that ass and beat the Timberwolves on the road and looked over at KG them and said. Uh, what you got to say now? <laughs> you know, I mean, like, that was all the talking he had to do. He let it speak for himself. He was soaking his feet in everything, you know, and, and said, give me my shoes. Come on, man. That's all you got to do. Hey, all that other stuff ain't, ain't, it's not necessary. Kobe Bryant, you say some stuff to him, you're going to regret it. You talk noise to Jordan, you're going to regret it. LeBron, just make him regret it. That's all. It ain't, it ain't even just that. It's like, I mean, it, it seems like pretty much any other superstar in the league even right now it's, it's just fine with it being what it is you know what i'm saying step step and john be talking trash to each other you know uh you know if if which i've never really seen them, but if Giannis and joel and b got got to talking to each other yeah you know i think it'd be fine but maybe it's because lebron feels like the guy because it's memphis the guys that are talking trash to him shouldn't be talking trash to him like if it was kd talking trash to him it's like all right well that's kd but because he don't respect Memphis in the same way, then it's like y'all shouldn't be talking to me. Yeah, but I got a problem with that though. Memphis is a much better team than the Lakers. If they played in the first, in the, in, in the yeah, first round, a, it'd be a sweet problem. Be yeah. honest about it. Nah, I understand. I, I think that's exactly what he thinks, but I think he's wrong for thinking that way. I mean, who 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 are you supposed to be? You know, just because you're LeBron James? Okay, what, what does that mean? I respect any player that's gonna come at him. You know, ten toes down. I don't give a damn who you are. I ain't no groupie. I'm here to play ball. Play ball. Shut up and play ball. That's just it. You know, I, I'm cool with it. Now, if LeBron comes back and whoops his ass, hey, that's it. Hey, he he did his thing. He showed who he is on the court. But that's all you got to do. Just show it. You know, forget all the other stuff. Forget all the drawing. It's a time for it, and it's a time to just play ball. Uh, but yeah, good stuff, T. Glad you brought it up, and uh, we got that out the way. So that's pretty much it. I will ask you all one question before we get out of here. Uh, oh, first, let me say. Offensive coordinator, the, the Dallas Cowboys' former offensive coordinator now, Kellen Moore, uh, has taken a job now as the OC in Los Angeles with the Chargers. Uh, he, Brandon Staley is, 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 has, has hired him now to be his assistant. The OC, that happened, that developed very quickly in less than 24 hours after they reported that he was out of Dallas. Uh, your thoughts on what Dallas is going to do, why they let go of him, do you think it was a good idea or a bad idea? Does this make the Chargers better or worse? 
Uh, and again, it looks like Sean Payton's not taking a job. Uh, D'Amico Ryan is out on the Denver job. He, for whatever reason, he called him and told him he'll pass. He's he's interested in the Texan job. Don't ask me why. Uh, and <laughs> I don't know who we're going to replace at D.C. Probably it'll just be more than likely Shanahan just promotes people within the staff. He doesn't usually go outside. Robert Salah, same thing. Now he got a job. D'Amico Ryan was there. He was the next man up. I'm sure – Somebody on the staff will will take that. Then again, he may do something different for a change and bring in some big defensive coordinator name from outside, which I don't even know who that would be. But, guys, quickly, um, what do you think about Kellen Moore going to the Chargers and why did the Cowboys make that move? Uh, Nick, let's go first with Nick. Why, why did the Cowboys move on? Why did they move on, and how are the Chargers? How will the Chargers fare with their new OC? The Cowboys moved on because because Mike McCarthy is going to be the target after next season if things don't change, and I, I would expect that things won't really change. Um, that's why that's why the Cowboys moved on. That being said, Kellen Moore essentially failed up. Uh, the going from the Cowboys to the Chargers to me he goes to a much more talented team. Um, he goes to a team that that will probably be a little more stable. And that he can, you know, he goes. He gets a younger and better quarterback, um, and he, I think he'll be able to maybe try to steady the ship in terms of maybe some of the decisions that uh, Brandon Staley has made. And not necessarily saying that Kellen Moore is a great coach. Uh, I don't. I don't think he's a bad coach. And uh, I think that situation is going to be better for him because uh, he got more talent to work with. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree wholeheartedly. It's a, it's a doggone good situation for Kellen Moore. I think the Cowboys should have just fired McCarthy. It's clear, it's clear they wanted to. It's like, oh, we're going to fire everybody around you, but not you. Now you wanted to fire them. You just didn't want to look bad. And isn't that funny, uh, T? That's the same thing the Chargers I thought should have did. Fired their head coach instead of firing their They the, should the, have. The, yeah, I mean, listen, we know that, that Sean Payton wants that Cowboys job. If he's got to do one more year on TV, he'll do it. That's why he didn't take the, uh, the Denver job. Yep. But if you notice, uh, did he turn it down officially? He has not officially, he, he, but not officially, Big but. Fangio has taken the uh, defensive coordinator job in Miami. Yep. So maybe oh, yeah. Sean Payton has decided to go to uh, to Denver. Mm-hmm. And maybe Fangio was like, "Hey, I'm not going back there. So you go there, and I go here. It's cool." But um, just you know, kind of keep your eyes on that for maybe like tomorrow morning or something. But, but yeah, man. So I just think they should have went on to fire McCarthy. Yeah, Sean Payton's gonna do broadcasting one more year because if the if the if the Texans, I mean if if the Broncos were looking to hire D'Amico Ryan and he just passed on it, then that means Sean Payton has already told them no. They did they hadn't put it out there and made it official, but they weren't gonna hire D'Amico Ryan over Sean Payton. I don't believe that one bit. No. So he's already told them no. He was waiting on that Dallas job. He's gotta wait another year. It looks like that's what may happen, but I don't know, T. I don't know if the Cowboys are going to fire Mike McCarthy or not. He is the type of guy that Jerry Jones loves. He's a yes man. He'll, he, he, he's not going to bump heads. He's not going to say, hey, I need more control. I need more power. Sean Payton needs those things. And as much as it seems like he kind of wants to go there, I just can't see Jerry wanting somebody like him to be yeah, his head well, coach. Unless he's yeah, really well, ready to go Mike ahead McCarthy and McCarthy wants to uh, get back into play calling, which is part of the reason why they said they let Kellen Moore go. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. If he's gonna if he's gonna call plays in twenty twenty three, then yeah, he is gonna. He's get saving his job. He's trying to save his job. Well, if he calls plays in twenty twenty three, he's gonna lose his job. He's not good at doing he, it. He anymore. is. I agree. Yeah, yeah. He's not good at doing it anymore. That's why Aaron Rodgers got him. He's a not lot good of at doing it. No, he's not. <laughs> so maybe he will get the job next year. But I mean, it would be Jerry Jones saying, "All right, I surrender." 
do whatever the hell you want to do. Get me a Super Bowl before I die. That's the only way I see him hiring him, though. Um, but it looks like, hey, I don't know. Jerry Jones said he's driving safe. It looks like it is. We'll see. Uh, but, again, you think the Chargers will be fine? You think it's a good fit for Chargers Kelly Moore great. with that's, the Chargers? That's, that's a good hire for him. Okay. All right. I want to see that defense since Brandon Staley is a, de is a defensive guy, which I did not know that until uh, I didn't either. they were eliminated this postseason. I need to see the defense top five, top ten at some point here. You got Derwin James. You've got Bosa, who needs to stay healthy. You've got uh, – what's his name? Damn. Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack. J.C. Jackson got hurt. I will give him credit for that. That's He lost a good corner. But, uh, man, look, I need to see that defense top ten, damn it, or he should be fired. And I, Sean Payton will still have that job, I think, uh, if if the Chargers don't do what you guys think, or the Cowboy job, we'll see. Um, and in other news, let's see. We're, we're, D'Amico Ryan looks like he's going to take the Texan job. It looks like. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. But go ahead. I was really hoping he wouldn't do that. I mean, he doesn't want to be – he doesn't – this is the reason why some of these brown-colored coaches don't have jobs long. They take the worst job available, but it's the only one that they can get. They try to use it as a stepping stone. They've only got one or two years tops to get it done, yeah. and they won't. And then they say, "How? Oh, well, maybe you're just a coordinator, and you should go back to being a coordinator. No. No, motherfucker. I, that was the worst job in the league. Everybody would have failed at this. Bill Belichick couldn't turn his team around. You know, so – but, hey, hey, to each his own, man, whatever. Uh, congrats if you take it, D'Amico. You did a fairly good job in San Francisco. I don't think that you were as good as they hyped you up to be. But, hey, I'm ha I'm happy for you because, hey, I'm never going to say don't hire that black man as a, as a head coach. I just think that's the worst job you could possibly take. Well, I wouldn't turn down Denver for Houston. I don't get that at all. I don't give a damn if you did play for him before. The hell with that franchise. That's what I would be saying. Um, piss on him. But uh, that's that's pretty much all I got. We we will be having more news as these uh, OCs get hired. Tennessee and Baltimore still looking for one. Now the Cowboys are looking for one also. So let's see where these people go. There are some rumors that Matt Nagy is going to be an OC for somebody again. The Titans are looking at him. I think that's a mistake, but we'll see. It looks like he's back in KC as a quarterback coach or something like that. I didn't even know he went back to KC. I didn't know he had a job. But we'll see about that. Who does the Ravens bring in for Lamar Jackson? Is Lamar Jackson going to get the deal done or not? Is he going somewhere else? I'm starting to see these memes, these, these pictures of Lamar Jackson in Titans uniforms, in Dolphin uniforms, even though the Dolphins have said they're sticking with Tua. Um, hell, I've seen him in a Niner uniform. And I don't know how in the hell the Niners could pull that off, but whatever. The 49er community is just going crazy uh, in those first 24 hours after, you know, the news of hearing about Brock Purdy being out for six months. I don't know where we go from there. We'll talk about it. We've got plenty of episodes and plenty of time to do so. Nick, congratulations again. Go win the Super Bowl, um, and 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 then you can really uh, celebrate. Uh, talk your ish, brag. We know you're gonna do it. We don't have to tell you to do it. We know uh, you never you never shy away from that. But yeah, have at it, man, because that's exactly what we will be doing. Terrence just admitted he didn't do it enough the last time. So if he gets the opportunity again, he's going to do it. And it will let him. And you know, you know, I was talking cash money shit if we had a one, you know. So have fun with it, man. Win the Super Bowl. Do you guys have anything else before we sign off? Hey, no, that's it for me, man. Good, uh, good luck to you, Eagles, Nick. Good luck to all the, all the Chiefs fan out there, including my dad. <laughs> for real? And, uh, hey. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, All right. yeah, man. So so I'm looking forward to the parlays. I don't care about the game. Sorry. Now I'm I'm going for both. You. That's for sure. Um, I was in my parlay. Well, okay. Well, let me ask you this, Nick. Let me ask you this. If no, you ha- uh, hold on. Now. If if you have your parlay set up, let's say you have your parlay set up, and you are lacking one touchdown from, let's say maybe, uh, what's the tightest name, Kelsey. But now the only way your parlay hits, let's say it's for five thousand dollars, is if Kelsey gets that touchdown and wins the game for the Chiefs. Would you rather for him to not get that touchdown and your team win the championship, or would you rather him to get the touchdown? That's gonna be a real sour five thousand dollars. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> but unless unless Jason is gonna send me the five thousand, then I, I can't I can't help you. I need my money. That's right. Now, if it is for like fifty dollars or something, I, oh yeah, just yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I, I lose fifty dollars for the Eagles to win the title. That's fine, whatever. Five bands, nah, I need that. I feel like five hundred and up. I'm sorry, we just have to. I just have to be sad about it later. Mm, five hundred, I think about it. Oh no, no, I ain't nothing to think about it. Five hundred, <laughs> I need all of that. At a thousand, you got me. Five hundred, I, I might, I might take. Oh, a thousand for sure. A thousand, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I go put the other team jersey on for a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> My fandom is already for sale, so. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I, I think that's different. I think I love my team a little more than you do right now. Terrence, I bet you do. Terrence, are y'all gonna get the deal done with Lamar? Yeah, they get it done. Okay, they get it done. That's why they're trying to search for an OC. Uh, that's why they're reaching out to be in to me and. And and, um, and and they say Lamar Jackson Moore is, just, is gonna just be just hot right it. passes and went to, went straight to uh yeah Los, Los Angeles, but it yeah. is what it is. But yeah, no, they'll get it done. They'll, I think it's already agreed on. They just have to wait to a certain time before they can announce it. They're waiting on the enemy. To, <laughs> they waiting on the enemy to coach his last game, and yeah, basically, we'll, we'll see yeah. from there. Uh, Tennessee, Baltimore, in the sweepstakes for the enemy. I think it could be dangerous if he gets with Lamar Jackson, but. Uh, I'm still not sold on Lamar Jackson being a Raven next year. I'm just not. Uh, I'm not sold on it just yet. I still think the Miami Dolphins will will kick the tires regardless of what they're telling us about Tua. And uh, I think Tua should hang it up. I really do. Uh, maybe he changes his mind. His family says he's going to continue to play. I think it's a bad mistake. Um, I just, it just they're, gonna, they're taking him to a, a class to show him how to fall better. <laughs> wow. You're serious. They're serious. They are giving him fall lessons. Wow. That confirms, that confirms everything I've said. That confirms everything I've said about him not returning to football. He really shouldn't. I, I mean, I looked at some plays, man. I'm like, man, he he's really took some hits. He's took some beatings. And, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I feel like there's something also that Romo had to do at one point in his career. Um, Yeah, somebody had – I think it was Romo. He had to go and, like, be taught how to fall. Hmm. Uh, no, that's, that's why he kept. That's why he kept breaking his collarbone was because his throwing motion was leading him right into his collarbone. Mm, uh, okay. So they had to they had to teach him how to fall again. Yeah, uh, that's the first I never heard that one. Teach him how to fall. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I hope it works uh, for Tua's sake, but we'll see. But I don't know if it's gonna work for Tua because, like, the, the I think the left handed thing comes into a play there. Um, mm. He just leaves too much of his body exposed when he throws. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, and remember the hip injury in Alabama, and so you know, yep. like, uh, we'll see. He just, he just, he he sustained quite a few injuries in his young. Early Tua just career. got, Tua just got to make it to that first big contract, man. Then he can, he can have a seat then. 
if he can yeah, make, if he can make it to it, yeah, kudos to him if he can pull it off. We'll we'll see. Um, here we go. You know, you, you know they're gonna have all type of injury injury exceptions in there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he ain't moving to get no injury guarantees with this history on him. Mm-hmm. So who wins Super Bowl Fifty Seven? Eagles or Chiefs? Who's gonna be the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers in twenty twenty three? Is Lamar Jackson gonna get signed? Uh, is he getting the extension? I mean, with Baltimore, will there be some breaking breaking news? And he gets moved somewhere. The internet will 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 it will literally crash if that happens mm-hmm. and when it happens. And uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Are they on their way back in 2023? Uh, watch out. These guys have to get these chips while they can get it. Cincinnati, horrible move, not winning. The Steelers are coming. They're coming. Uh, remember I said it. I'll, I'm always right about those guys. Uh, and, um, yeah, so much more football storylines to get into. And uh, more basketball talk is on the way now because we only got one football game left for the season, and that is the Super Bowl. And, um that's pretty much it. That's that's it. And the the new Pro Bowl format starts next week. And who cares? Yeah, the flag football, we see that every Sunday anyway. So. You don't want to watch 707 flag football and dodgeball? Man, no. I mean, I don't blame them for doing it. That's what it is. But, no, nah, I'm not interested. I'm sorry. I'm not interested. I, I haven't watched All-Star and Pro Bowl games in quite some time. I just It's just not what it used to be. Call me old-fashioned. But it ain't for me, man. It's just not for me anymore. Um, but anyway, that is pretty much it. And uh, looks like that's the school calling and let it be known that uh, they're going to close the schools probably for this ice this, this, that may come down. We hope not. But uh, we'll see. Uh, well, I'm sure the students aren't saying that. But, um, yeah, guys, be safe out there if you are out there on the roads. And if it is a little something, even though I don't think it'll be much of anything. But it is getting cold out there. Um, and again, we want to take this time because we haven't mentioned it on the Great Debate Show to just, um, I can't think of his name. I don't want to say it wrong either. But of course, here in Memphis, we know that we lost um, uh, Young Black. Say it again. Tyree Nichols. Yes, he is gone. Uh, passed away uh, after that beatdown that he took from the five police officers, uh, the same uh, complexion, skin complexion as as uh, the guy who passed away and uh, the videos and all of that came out in Memphis, once again, has made the map, but once again, for nothing good. It was very negative. Uh, we just wanted to just take the time knowing, you know, our thoughts and prayers to his family and his loved ones, his friends and all of that. Uh, that that's some crazy stuff. We hear about it and see about these things all the time, but sometimes you never think it's going to happen right next door to you or right down the road in your city. And it did. And here we go. Uh, those guys have been fired. Those guys, I think, um, are going to be they, – they they have been arrested, I believe, also. But uh, just want to just take the time to just, you know, our thoughts and prayers to his to his family and loved ones and uh, uh, young black kings out there that's listening, if you are listening, and to the, to the, to the, to the black kings and queens, the parents. Uh, hey, man, teach your, teach your children what to do, man, with these stops. Traffic stop or not, man, don't run. Don't leave. Just just – we 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 gotta we gotta get this thing figured out, man. This is crazy. This shouldn't happen. It shouldn't have happened. But you can't run, you know. Like you're just giving him a pass. That shouldn't have happened. It should not. He should still be here with us. But man, teach your kids on what and what not to do when you get pulled over. And stop riding dirty. That's so immature now. I know a lot of people are young and this and that. But if if whatever you're running for, 
if if this could be the the end result, think about that. You want to you want to sit in jail for a little minute, or do you want it to end the way it ended with this young man? Come on, man. Let's 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 be smarter out here and 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 police. Twelve. <sighs> you know what? No comment. But man, y'all gotta do better. Um, yep. That's it. I just wanted to say that, you know, uh, and that's it for the Great Debate Show. Our 90-minute mark is almost here. Try not to let it go that far, but once again, we spent uh, too much time talking about Derek Carr. You can thank about Nick Derek Ely. Carr. Yeah, you can thank Nick Ely for that one. Um, just watch. I hope he end up somewhere where he got a chance next year. I'm sure you do. It's almost time to talk about the Minnesota Timberwolves, who are starting to look like I thought they would, and they don't even have Cat back. Uh, Terrence may come back and explain to you why they may trade Cat away from Minnesota. we got plenty of NBA hoops to talk about. We'll get into it. We'll dive into it when we come back. And, um, Nick, I'm very disappointed in you, man. We're about to sign off, but I'm very disappointed in you. I thought you was going to keep it real here on this episode. You usually do. But your biased opinions about the Eagle game against the Niners, it, it, it baffles me. It just uh, – I just – it dazzles me how you just act as if you didn't see what I saw. But I get it. I'm the guy who making the excuses because I lost, so that's what it is, right? Uh, I just so, so, so wish that they would, uh, you know, they would let the 49ers, you know, get what they rightfully deserve. Those guys, Kittle and and Debo and and and, and Ayuk and those guys, man, they they've been balling. McCaffrey, those guys, they they've earned this, and just to have it tuck away just like that, man, it it kind of felt like the old two finals. I'm not gonna lie, but I, we've been here before. Um, it did get ugly, no doubt about it. And um, kudos for knocking the quarterback out because I don't know what would have happened if that quarterback didn't get knocked out. Uh, that was going to be a big play. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, the Great Debate Show is available wherever you get your podcast. Hit that follow button. You will be notified every time a new episode is up. If I hear anybody say anything in the next two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl about Andy Reid winning and possibly retiring, you're biting. You heard Terrence Smith. Here on the Great Debate Show, say that first. Watch Stephen A. or Max Kellerman or somebody say it in the next week or so. Just watch. Just watch. You'll see, T. But that was good stuff, man, and I like it. And, again, that would be the perfect thing for Eric B. Enemy. However, if that happened, you wouldn't get your OC. You know, that would be the best available OC, and I know you wouldn't like that either, though, T. Um, But, yeah, that's it. John Harbaugh is somebody I think. I thought was going to hang it up, but hmm, it doesn't look like it. I thought he was about to hang it up. He just – they kept talking about 15 years he's been here for this long and this and that, and I'm like, is he about to hang it up? Sometimes he looks like he's about to hang it up too, but then he came back and said, hey, Lamar's our quarterback. All right, I hear you. Let's get that pen to paper then. Let's see. All right, we out. Everybody, please be safe out there and try to stay warm. Get yeah. up.